Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As Americans, we are waiting later in life to get married. 28 to 30 year old is the median age for the first marriage. So we're expanding our dating phase of life and older generations who were married are getting divorced. So those 65 and older divorce rates have about tripled since 1990, potentially throwing them back into the dating world as well. We're here to expand our conversation about love and dating to talk more about how to get what you want out of dating. I'm psychologist Dr. Alexis Moreno. I've dedicated my career to researching healthy relationships, providing psychotherapy to people of all dating ages, and implementing evidence-based dating abuse prevention programs to our schools and communities. In today's show, I'm partnering up with licensed clinical social worker, psychotherapist, and my spouse, Alex Honigman, to talk more about putting love and dating into action. We'll be diving into actually applying dating prep tips and how to keep that healthy love and passion going strong once you find it. Not every date or relationship is a happily ever situation. So we talk dating and relationship safety practices and what to do if someone is becoming aggressive. Welcome to Wit and Reason, hosted by psychologist Dr. Alexis Moreno. Dr. Moreno brings her expertise to providing smart and practical explanations on human behavior by interviewing diverse health experts regarding today's ever-evolving life and culture, turning social science and research into relatable, accessible, and useful information you can use. Listen now as Dr. Moreno brings a little bit of positive mental health to your day. Dating. What a fun, exciting, frustrating, disappointing, adventurous, confusing, and passionate time, right? Right. <laughs> Alex, we've talked about this a lot in both our personal and professional lives. Let's take a moment to clear up some common dating mistakes. Sounds good. Yeah. So um, one that comes to mind is that belief, love at first sight. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you come across that in a 
in in your work with with the clients? Yeah, relationships have you know that they discuss love at first sight. They discuss whether or not they felt that immediate pang of anything or butterflies. Um, and they have both frustrations if they don't feel it right away or mm-hmm. frustrations if they do and they're not exactly who they want them to be, uh-huh. which is kind of an interesting thing. Um, so, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Yeah. I, there's a lot of pressure with that love at first sight, that expectation that as soon as you see someone, you'll just know, you know, or you'll feel it. Or let's say you do feel it and man, you get to know the person and it's a hot mess of a relationship, (laughs) but you're holding on to those initial, like, but we had sparks in the beginning. So this must be the one. Yeah. We, we, you know, I end up talking a lot about, well, what sparks things is not necessarily something brand new. It's brand new, but familiar Mm -hmm. and familiarity in relationships is not necessarily a good thing because otherwise you'd be in the same relationship you were before. So if you realize you're dating the same person over and over again, Mm -hmm. those Butterflies or sparks, the love at first sight, could actually be a bad a bad sign or a good warning sign of, oh, no, it's the same thing that you were in before. Right. And when you say dating somebody over and over again, you don't necessarily mean the same person. You mean that same pattern of people. Just insert with, different name. Right. <laughs> with different char- same characteristics, different name, different person, but same issue over and over and over again. So may want to drop the myth, love at first sight. Um, that's a lot of pressure. And you know what? That Those first early stages we talked about before on this show, that biochemical cocktail mix of crazy hormones going on in your brains, um, that's going to pump up this whole concept of love at first sight thing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the person you need to stick through, ride or die. Right? It's more like interest at first sight. There you go. Interest. Intrigue at first sight. <laughs> Another one is the whole... Trying to go out there into the world to find that person who just completes them. Oh, you complete me should be burned out of all cultural lexicon. Yeah. It needs to be gone. Uh, that's... You you complete me is, is one of my spine tingly, ouch, that's terrible statements. And why uh, is that? Because it's enmeshment. All right, so basically yeah. what you're saying is that you are not a complete person. That mm. as a human being, you have no... Um, sense of self enough or completion of yourself that somebody else needs to fill in those gaps for you. Mm -hmm. So are you telling me you walk around without your different limbs or body parts or organs? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Because that's, you came as a complete package, however you were. Mm -hmm. Um, And and to me, the concern is, is it's, it's kind of hitting on the whole codependency uh, aspect, unhealthy aspect of relationships where it's like, if someone completes you, then you are codependent you need them in order to function or to be your best self but then you're not your best self you're your best relationship self yeah Yeah, how does that how does that work that enmeshment doesn't work yeah so so watch out for that um and then speaking of codependency we're going to talk a little bit about different attachment styles um and that just kind of reminds me of an anxious attachment style meaning um you need to hold on to that other person. And if that other person um, even hints at the possibility of getting some alone time away from you, right, then that's going to raise in some internal anxiety. Yeah. I mean, you need to be secure in your relationship. You need to understand that they are a whole and complete individual and Mm -hmm. you are a whole and complete individual and you're creating something new and wonderful in the middle. Right. It's, you know, a Venn diagram of things that 
is separated. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about interdependence. So you still are your own independent self, and then you come into this relationship with this other independent self and make something super awesome. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you're really anxious about that, that's when a lot of jealousy comes around. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of like thought distortions in relationships, especially early on, that become magnified or become an issue, um, but can be worked on enough and rectified if you really kind of do your own self-work, you can really figure out, okay, I don't need to be constantly jealous or aware of these things. Uh, I don't need to be very fearful. I don't need to spend all of my time with somebody. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you have that friend that disappears whenever they're in a relationship, that's not necessarily a good sign of attachment. Right. Um, So the other type of attachment style is um, avoidant attachment style. And when that's going to be pretty much the other side of the spectrum, right? So someone is maybe not too in tune with their emotions or with any, or how to resolve conflict within the relationship, or even just attaching to another person in a really intimate, vulnerable way. All of that um, is not appealing <laughs> to yeah, the person. They're avoiding so. of all those things. It's, it's so too easy to get it. hurt. Yeah. So uh, like I, I usually talk about their boundaries are too high. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's the Goldilocks principle. It has to be just right. Right. You know, so you can't have too low boundaries. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you feel uncomfortable and everything can hurt you. And if it's too high, you're not letting anything in. Really rigid and, yeah. you know, not allowing yourself the opportunity to really connect with another person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see that in people who are kind of just playing the field. Yeah. Right? Just uh, um, not taking anyone seriously, just going at it for, I don't know, sex or entertainment for the night, you know, but not really engaging in a really meaningful emotional connection with another human being. Uh, Casual dating, if you will. Yeah. Or casual dating. Yeah. Um, and then in the middle of all that, you also have disorganized attachment style, and that's going to be the people that uh, have a little bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> they do a little bit of the push and the pull. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much exactly what it would feel like in, in a relationship with that person. There's a lot of push, nope, screw you, I don't need you, get out of my life, and a lot of pull, where it's like, no, 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 wait, wait I need you, just kidding, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Please stay with me. Um, so if you're noticing either one of those three, either within yourself in dating relationships or coming from a partner, um, those are going to be some red flags that you want to watch out for as well. Yeah. And then there's just things that they're, they're flags. They're warning signs. Yeah. They're other things. It's not like there's anything necessarily wrong, but you really have to start m- measuring out what you're doing and how you're responding to things. You know, right. It's solvable things. Yes. So just raise awareness and then... Try not avoiding it, but actually look at it and try to work through those things. Okay. And then, so some other reasons people are just out there, out there, hardcore in the dating world with all of their online profiles and going on all of these dates three times a day or something is because they're feeling an intense amount of pressure from either their friends or their family. They're looking on Facebook um, at like, oh man, everyone that I graduated from high school is, is getting married and having kids now. And I'm here. Don't even have like a, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. Now that's not necessarily the healthiest way to go about engaging in in the dating process, is it? No, I mean, your life is about you. Mm -hmm. And again, it's the not you complete me stuff. It's the idea that you're whole and complete, and if you're satisfied with yourself and you're pursuing your best self, 
you will bring people in who will also then see you for your best self and magnify that or or build it up. Mm-hmm. Someone who grows with you. I, I think what's really important about this piece is that we are all on our own journey. We all have our own path. And so even though we look at social media and we see a lot of the people from our age group um, maybe hitting some of those milestones at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the same path for you. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Not, don't, don't compare because you don't know what's going to happen in five years. Exactly. What's the divorce rate at this point? It's really high. <laughs> so don't bother comparing yourself to other people and uh, try to avoid feeling pressured to just find somebody immediately just because everyone else around you is. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. Because you're looking for the healthy, for you. yeah, you're looking for the healthy relationship. Yes, not just a relationship. Yes, exactly. The good one, the one that the one that lasts, and you build things, and you go through the stages of of the relationship. Right, um, and then also watch out for pressures of externalized self worth. You know, you within yourself are totally worthy. Um, your worth is not dependent on the your relationship status, right? On who you're dating. Um, or whether or not you have a partner to bring to at the next wedding or family event or something like that. Yep. Yeah, so watch out for this. All right, so um, here's the thing. These are the common dating mistakes because we all experience some version of these while we're dating. And that's the thing about dating. It's going to bring up some stuff. Um, It's going to bring it out in the open for you because it's a process. So let's bring our conversation back to where it really matters, ourselves, right? Yeah. All right. So self-exploration is an important practice that not only benefits your own personal wellness, but also greatly impacts your dating journey and your relationships. It's important to grab some personal time to reflect on your life, your values, what's truly important to you, and what short-term and long-term goals you have for yourself, because all of these factors will impact your dating life and or relationships, and not looking into these pieces could set you and your relationships down a misleading path that could be met with disappointment and resentment if you find yourself in a relationship or life that isn't fulfilling or satisfying to you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Did I get your attention? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about values. So um, how can people explore and discover what's truly important to them? That's actually harder than it sounds. Well, I think it's both harder and easier because you get to do you. You, you get to totally be involved with yourself and pay attention to you and what you enjoy and what you love and what you care about. Um, you can catalog them. You can walk through all the different things ever. You can explore all the different things you've ever wanted to try and never did. Mm-hmm. You get to be yourself. Um, and part of that self-exploration is to check all of the um, pressures from everywhere else Things, you know, things that you dismiss or you tell yourself, ah, you know, that's kind of dorky or that's kind of weird or, you know, uh, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Or that's, that's not for me. Yeah. Or I, I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be good at that. So I'm not going to try that. Yeah. Or I don't want to embarrass myself. So I'm not going to. So if that means that you are going to take up a new hobby, mm-hmm. then that's just do it. Yeah. That's part of it. You should enjoy those things. Um, and there's no shame or guilt or judgment within that as long as you're operating on that healthy principle of you. Yeah. 
and exploring. So the thing about finding your values is that you could probably sit here and tell me five top things that are most important to you. But what we're encouraging you to do is to kind of do some even more exploring, like getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. So you might have a general idea of what's important to you, family, friends, religion, spirituality, maybe your career. Um, But go out there and meet other people, hang out with people that are of a different culture than you. Go try new activities that you haven't tried before. Um, And that will both maybe challenge your previous belief systems or get you to notice new and interesting things that you didn't even know about yourself before. Yeah, I mean, uh, a term that's been thrown around more recently is echo chamber, right? Uh Echo chamber, great way to say that you're living your life in a bubble. Yeah. Um, You have to challenge that bubble. If you still have the same idea of your existence that you've always had, then you need to shake that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Snow globe it. Um, shake it up. <laughs> yeah. You should see how those things are. Um, you should see what other things you can engage in to challenge that perception. Because part of this is that you need to get out of your own head and into your life in a very different way. So values are all about the different things that you, know, you can bring into your life, mm-hmm. um, but also then considering what does that life look like for you or what would you consider? Does that mean you want children? Do you not want children? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, if you want to have children, does that mean that you have in a relationship where you have biological children or is this adoption or fostering or anything thereof? Mm-hmm. Um, what does that even look like? How many kids do you want? Uh, do you really want to get married? What does that marriage look like? Yeah. Um, you know, what are you looking for as far as the, your career and your drive? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the attributes that bring you uh, joy yeah. and bring you the best part, the best parts of you to the table? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Wedding Crashers, where he says we are unique constellations of attributes. Is, uh-huh. that, is that Wedding Crashers? Probably. Uh, but, <laughs> That's a good quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, um, you have to really look at that yeah. and go, what are your attributes? What are your things that make you you? Mm-hmm. And see where that reflects into the values in, within your life. Yeah, and, and I appreciate the fact that you're reminding people to really test these things out because I think a lot of us just kind of see the lifestyle we were raised with, um, potentially like, you know, there our parents were married or had kids, and so that's just kind of the same life process you're planning on having for yourself. But really hang out with other married couples Take, you know, take a look to see what marriages seem to just kind of be interesting to you. Yeah. Which ones do you like? Which ones do you not like? Yeah. And hang out with kids. <laughs> it's like, if you want kids, I suggest you hang out with them before you start having your own. So you could say like, okay, is this a lifestyle that I would want for myself? You know, I, hang out with families. And when, when, I, when we say hang out with kids... Don't do it in the context of like that one social engagement which you have where they're like asleep in a stroller. Right, right. You have to actually see them like up and about now. Spend, like, spend a day with some yeah. young parents. Show up kids. before they're supposed to be ready to go somewhere and then and then try and see what that's like. Yeah. So when you're figuring out what's important to you, you're, you're really kind of testing out all these different types of lifestyles to figure out what you really want. And then that brings us to short-term goals and long-term goals. Um, when you're doing some self-exploration, you're keeping in mind, what do you want from your life, both within the next year to five years? And then what do you want when you just close your eyes and fantasize your life in the future? What does it look like? You know, who's, who's around? What are you doing? 
Yeah. How's, how's work? Yeah, I always, I also think of, uh, so people think of, you know, they project into the future and they think of, what are my careers, five-year five, five year plan, 10-year plan, and everything else. But, like, you know, what what does your day look like? Yeah. In that plan, how explicit can you be about what do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, what freedoms do would you like to have um, more of? What do you mind compromising? Because, you know, in any relationship, there is compromise in that. Mm-hmm. And so to look at what is the lifestyle that you'd like to be living, what does your day look like? What's your structure of your day? Um, because that actually has a lot to do with it. Because when you look at the structure of your day that you have to operate around, what are you going to envision for yourself? What freedoms do you want? All right. And so all of this is all about you. Mm-hmm. So right now in the dating process, it's all about you. You're figuring stuff out, what you want for yourself and for your future before you bring in another person. Um, and while you're going through this process, be really honest about what are your strengths and what are your areas for growth, yes. as some people say, yeah. <laughs> because we all have it, yeah. you know? And so in this process, we're not going to be perfect beings. So we just really need to be aware of, okay, and... Um, on my own, I'm really great at X, Y, Z. I really struggle in these areas. This is the area that I have to work in. So be mindful of that as you're going to go out there and pursue a relationship with another person. Yeah, this is where you got to do your homework. Mm-hmm. This is where I feel like a lot of couples fall short. They didn't do a lot of the self-exploration before they jumped into the relationship. Yeah. And then they're suffering for it. And then it's going to come out and it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your partner. And they're, they were relying too much on that stage one, liberance, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. relying on the honeymoon stage yeah. to get them through. And that's not what that looks like. Right. So after doing some self-exploration, continue doing it and then start considering other people. So other exploration. Um, that's when you're when you're dating and you're learning about others. And unfortunately, there's no magical trick that will help you discover everything about the other person in a week or even a couple months. It does take time. So best advice uh, we could give is be observant, Um, be engaged and just be mindful through the process. You're going to have fun and just take notes on what you like and what's just not working for you. So we talked about values, our values are, and our goals. Um, now we're going to apply that to the other person. So that's why you have to take a first look at yourself. Now that you know what your short-term and long-term goals, what your values are, what kind of person would complement those things? Yeah. And I think you made a really good point. Um, things that rub you the wrong way. Yeah. Usually things that rub us the wrong way, our pet peeves, other things, touch on those values, and it's a violation of said value. Mm-hmm. So that's your early warning system. If you're starting to collect those things, do not, do not, do not dismiss them. All right? Pay attention to them. Now, remember, there are preferences. Mm-hmm. So if they, I don't know, order something that you don't like, hmm. and you're like, eh, I don't like that. Like veal? They must be weird. No, they must be weird. No, I was not. That's not even value based. I mean, just they order a food that you don't enjoy. Okay. You know, to you, for you, for people to dismiss them, and I've heard this before. People yeah, that's dismiss what I'm like, trying entirely. to crap what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so veal could be a like value based thing. That could be, but I mean, I'm just saying they they order. I don't know, chicken, and you hate chicken, Okay. then your judgment shouldn't be about that person based on them ordering a food. That's That's a preference. That is not a value. Think about it. That's not a value. That Mm -hmm. goes back to your preferences. Uh The other things that really rub us the wrong way 
those are usually value-based. So the way they talk to somebody at a restaurant or a server mm -hmm. or the way they treat other people or do, they, do you want somebody um, to open doors for you or not or however you see that. Yeah. Those are more value-based. Mm -hmm. Those are more kind of behaviors that, are engaged, that they engage in. And it's really important to look at those behaviors. Right. So pay attention to those. Um, and then when you're thinking about your goals, especially like career goals, we talked about like imagine your life, your day-to-day -day life and what you want it to look like. Um, how is that going to impact your partner? You mm -hmm. know, if, if you are super driven or going into a career that's going to make you work 60 hours a week, you know, is that, is that something okay that with your partner? You know, um, what does that mean as far as a home life? Uh, if you do want to follow that path of uh, having kids, how's that going to impact your relationship with them? So all of these pieces matter. So it's important to think really hard and critically about those things early in. And the way that they'll complement that mm -hmm. or will not. Yeah. You know, where are you going to have more struggle? Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, not dismissing those moments where you kind of feel that right. and talking those up. Consider them threats to the relationship and talk them up. Do not just dismiss. Right. Because they don't just go away. So every decision you make um, should be toward moving toward those goals that you had for yourself and maintaining that, that lifestyle that, that you want, that you value. Um, and so that means facing realities. And when we're talking about know yourself and then take a look at other people, it's important to accept what they're showing you. What they're telling you is important to them. Um, so you're not going to impose your fantasy onto strangers or, you know, your partner. Um, you're going to listen and observe others to see if they truly compliment you. You're going to do this by observing, taking mental notes, um, and doing that without necessarily interviewing them. Have you seen those on first dates? It seems yeah. like one person's in the hot seat and the other person is, yeah. is asking a date all is kinds neither, of intense questions. Yeah, a date <laughs> is neither a showcase for you to brag about everything you've ever done and everything you're going to do, and it's not an interview where you need to grill them about anything about themselves. And it, it, it's neither. Yeah, again, I mean... There might be this pressure to try to figure it out as soon as possible, but it just takes time, you know, and you could ask all the questions you want, but, you know, it's really going to be based off of what the person shows you, how they behave. Exactly. Like, you know, you could say anything when the talk is cheap. Like, no, yeah. you could say anything they want. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, um, oh, I love kids. And, and then you watch them yell at some child. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or like, or anybody, you know, mm -hmm. um, or see them mistreat like an animal or something, you know, so it, that stuff's not going to show up on the first date and it's not going to show up in their responses to your questions. So just or on their profile, I hate children. Right. So just relax, try to have as much fun as you can. And then just, just, uh, try to, try to watch out, try to watch out for, yeah. for those pieces that are, are valuable to you, mm -hmm. you know, that are important to you. Now, communication. So let's see, let's say you're dating somebody and you're making these observations. Um, how do you try to work through those things? Or do you just say? You, I nope. mean, you <laughs> talk about them, you talk them up. Yep. Like I said, you bring them up, you address them. If you don't like their answer, you basically have an answer mm -hmm. that it's not right for you. That's yeah. it. And part of it is coming to acceptance with, our, with ourselves that this person isn't the right person for us. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be the right person every single time. 
Yeah, right? it shouldn't be, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're looking for one person, then you are all, one person. You are a unique, amazing person in and of yourself. You are just this amazing person. Give yourself that credit. Mm-hmm. Know that that's going to be a task that takes a little bit of time. Yeah. All right, so on on the note of communication and boundaries, setting boundaries, um, let's talk about risk management and safety really quick. Shout out to Sigma Kappa. I was their risk manager. I don't know if everybody if anybody knows that. All my friends do because I brag about it all the time. Um, and I, you know, I was raised with overt messages of how to take care of myself um, out here in this world. And if you're not necessarily raised in that way, I realize that like you just may not know what things to watch out for, or what to do. So while you're out there, out and about, um, here are some main points. Always watch your drink. Treat them like your bag at the airport. Do not leave them unattended. Uh, Stay in public places. Uh, So even if you have to walk to unpopulated spaces like a parking garage or to an empty metro, try to bring a a friend or get someone on the phone. And I like having my keys ready to go for self-defense if needed. Um, Now have fun meeting new people. And remember that they're new. Right. Yeah. So both Alex and I have worked forensics, meaning people who've been accused of committing really crazy crimes. Um, And you just can't tell by looking at somebody whether or not, you know, they're a safe person to be with. A lot of people Mm -hmm. could be really sweet and charming for an hour or so. um, And you don't necessarily know what their intentions are. So be mindful of that. Yeah. I mean, just. Be aware that they are new. You don't know anything else about them except for what they're presenting to you. In that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know what happens behind closed doors. Um, and then keep your wits about you. <laughs> so you can have fun and uh, if you're of, a, of age, drink, you know, but don't soak your brain in so much alcohol that you can't function, make decisions for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to be you and you want to be present for that. So and they want you to be present for that. So despite the jitters of and nerves of a new relationship and new people. Yeah. You may want to keep that in our wraps. Right. Um, all right. And so when you're breaking up with someone, make sure, or if you're setting those boundaries, make sure you're c- communicating very clearly what's okay, what's not okay with you. And if someone it continuously tries to um, tries to destroy those boundaries that you're setting or disrespects them or you in any way, then you, get, you have the decision to break up that relationship, right? Yep. Walk away. Okay. Um, so... Be mindful not to generalize or catastrophize any future relationships based off of any challenges that you may have had with this one particular person. Um, If someone is becoming um, abusive in any way, definitely block them on all social media. You can report them as well. Um, And you know what? If you break up with someone, they keep on texting and calling you. You don't have to answer, right? You don't have to call or text or respond back. So keep all those things in mind while, so be safe where you're out there dating. Also have lots of fun. Um, thank you so much, Alex, for being here today to talk to us more about how to set ourselves, well, not me, but how people can set themselves up the best for dating. Happy to be here. Um, so you could put all of these tips and activities into action today. Visit witandreason.com to see our expert dating tips. Uh, what to watch out for and how to connect with me, Dr. Alexis Moreno, and licensed clinical social worker and psychotherapist, Alex Honigman. 
Did you hear something on the show today that you relate to on a personal level? Share your story. Send us your recording on witandreason.com. And we may be able to post it on our love and dating show page to help others navigate the complicated dating world. A special thank you to DC Radio. And of course, thank you all for listening. Stay posted on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Wit and Reason and DC Radio for our next show. I'm Dr. Alexis Moreno. Let's keep the conversation going. You've been listening to Wit and Reason with psychologist Dr. Alexis Moreno. For more information, visit witandreason.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.